0: Hello, everyone out there, and welcome to another fun-filled installment, action back sugar-coated greatness known as the One-Shot Podcast. Now, I'm doing another character breakdown today because I feel like this one is going to be unique. that I found out it's actually uh, up for a series um, on the on the on Freeform. It comes out June 7th, so if you're not truly familiar with Cloak and Dagger or if you want to check him out, check that place out, watch a couple episodes, get into it but um I think after this podcast you'll probably understand or know a bit more about cloak and dagger, but I'm not going with um any like current altercations with the characters. I'm going with um, going back to like the origin story now the origin story is actually pretty unique it's not just run-of-the-mill they were you know out and about doing whatever um which entails that i'm going to be talking about cloak and dagger today so in to start off this origin story uh let's go off with their first appearance in the comic book world uh spectacular spider-man number 64 1982 so uh, if you want to go ahead and actually get the full rundown of their storyline, go ahead, pick up that comic, and give it a quick read. Because as we all know, everything has an origin story, and it has to start somewhere. So why not pick up that comic book and give it a read? So on with this uh, this, this character breakdown. Um, we're going to start off with Cloak. Now, Dagger comes into play a little bit later, but as we all know, like I said, origin story... Weird get-togethers. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tyrone Johnson. Uh, he grew up or was raised in a poor South Boston neighborhood, which it's almost basically the norm when it comes to certain origin stories with certain characters, uh, a.k.a. Peter Parker. Um, Magneto, he was around the times of World War Two, So, you know, just bit of like a slight bit of poor upbringing um he his his growing his um he was a particularly well kept student when it comes to his grades in school and did a really fine job despite the fact that he had a very very terrible stutter um and of course you know that's gonna affect whatever you're, you're trying to say or depending on how you say it. Um but as he was growing up he uh had a best friend named Billy and they hung out, did a little bit of everything together, you know, typical teenager stuff. Um, until one night they were out and about and I guess they were going to um like a convenience store to grab a couple snacks and uh they noticed a robbery. And um knowing that they saw this robbery, they it was gonna cause a lot of problems. So they booked it just about as quick as the robbers but the police got there and caught those two in the act of fleeing the scene which then one of the police officers drew he drew his gun and with tyrone trying to tell the officer it's not us it's not him he didn't do anything wrong it couldn't come out because of the nasty stutter and henceforth the police went off and uh shot and killed his best friend um once that happened if tyrone fell useless he felt as if like he couldn't do anything like like you know he couldn't save his best friend so that was gonna haunt him so he ran off uh to new york city to just basically get away from it all um now this is where dagger comes in or uh let's see her name tandy bowen now tandy bowen comes from a rich family but she ran away for Once again, teenager, obvious reasons. Um, Now, while she was trying to take a train, Tyrone saw her and thought, oh, maybe if I can steal her purse, I can get a couple bucks, probably get food, whatever. But someone beat him to the punch. So Tyrone, flipping the whole, you know, me becoming that anti-hero or villain, becoming a hero, uh, stops the... The thief knocks him down, grabs the purse, dude runs off, gives the purse to Tandy, and the, and henceforth they become inseparable. They become, like, the best of friends. Um, but while they were going through all of this and having to, you know, deal with the hustle and bustle of the city, um, Tandy got tempted by a couple of guys for, you know, room, shelter, food, and it seemed like a good idea. So she went with it and um, Tyrone seeing this seeing that now he kind of feels like the protector or just feels like he should be by her side at all times. He follows in suit um, in order to, you know, make sure she's she's safe. Um, Now in the process of doing that, they had no idea that they were going to fall into a really nasty circumstance with a um criminal chemist called Simon Marshall. Now this guy plays an intricate role in how they get their powers because he makes this new synthetic drug called Magia. I believe that's how you say it. Yes. Uh it's it's a it kind of acts like heroin. And I guess with the other trial runs with other people it didn't quite go as well. But with these two he injected the drug. They were able to uh fight it off and they were fine, they and they were able to run away and escape him. Now, in the process of this drug going through their body, they notice some dramatic changes in suit. Henceforth this is how their powers come to be. Um Tyrone gets engulfed in this darkness and feels as if like he needs to feed off of like um it's not human flesh, but like just the general material of a human being. And uh, with Tandy, Tandy develops her powers as a f- source of light. And she can manifest certain weaponry or certain, like, just certain anything with just the light she can create from her powers. Thus, Cloak and Dagger is born. Now, in with their powers manifesting the way they did... It felt as if now they can make a change and, um, uh, start a fight on drugs. Um, so they go back and they, uh, take this guy out and know it and then in, the, in, in due process of that happening, uh, Tandy or dagger realizes that he has this insatiable urge to feast on, on human, uh, um human material but in order and, and noticing with her power somehow it kind of dulls it out a little bit sort looks like a temporary fix for him so she has to be by his side pretty much now all the time or at least to a certain extent so he doesn't go haywire um another character that kind of falls in that category is mobius when he was messing around with peter parker's blood And somehow the the bat bites him and thus he transforms. And of course his craving for plasma. Which then he finds a way to calm that down. Uh, And yes, I'm going with the um, uh, Spider-Man animated series logic with this one. Um, Teams up with Blade and Black Cat to go fight vampires. That just shows how much I really love that show. So... Going back to Cloak and Dagger. Um. They started off as vigilantes. Uh. They were taking out. You know. The big guns around New York City. They went after Silvermane and Kingpin. And as most. If not all you should know. Kingpin. Has a um. Beef with Daredevil and Spider-Man. Because. Of course you know. Spider-Man. That's his hometown. Trying to protect it. Daredevil. Of course. It's Daredevil. That's what he does. That's his thing. Um. Now, in one of their exploits in trying to take down these these huge criminal mogu- moguls um they have a run in with spider man and they kind of have a little um uh, a, a little clash here and there, but then they become friends because they're they're one and the same, so from time to time they work together um they cloak and dagger have teamed up of course with the new mutants um which entirely I I should have looked in to see exactly who's in that group. But they've they've done quite a few things with the X Men, New Mutants, Um, Spider-Man, a couple other people. And they, they kinda go between from being vigilantes to anti heroes, and then eventually they I guess they become heroes in due time. Um Now with their, their rap sheet when it comes to fighting villains of the sort uh let's see they've come on uh, they've went toe-to-toe with dr doom the beyonder vermin which is a new one to me the zapper the disciplinarian which i really tried looking him up i couldn't find anything on on him or the zapper um set mephisto they've taken on thanos the assembly of evil firebrand Lightmaster so they have a pretty decent record. They've actually done their homework, and they—they're—they're they're, they're kind of pulling a Spider-Man, you know. They're trying to figure out what they can do with their powers and how they can become of help with many people. Um, oh man. They, then, of course, with their team up with Spider-Man, they went up against um, Carnage, and of course, several, as we all know, Carnage, ruthless. He uh. Very unstable. Basically, just wants to destroy everything. Um, well, unless you read the four-part mini-series Carnage versus Deadpool, which that was hilarious all in its own. Uh, but I won't get into that. I actually want to read that again. Um, so with cloak and dagger uh, teaming up with Spider-Man to fight Carnage, um, I guess Dagger got injured really badly in this fight against Carnage. So, in that happening, um, Cloak goes ahead and brings her into his his dimension so she can heal. Uh, doesn't absorb her, just keeps her safe long enough so that then she can be uh, of help. And once she gets to a point to where she can get back into the fight, um, they all team up and basically dismantle Carnage's family. Because apparently he got... A, Feel have symbiotes to help him out and do some damage and and all this other nonsense because you know it's carnage. He's not like Venom. Just he's just a huge mess. Um, I guess in you know, all with Cloak and Dagger, I feel like as if they have a lot of premise. They have a lot of um, they have a lot going for themselves, and I feel as if. You know, with this series that's coming out, it kind of will draw more into their background and how they lived and how they dealt with current events um, and overall just working together as a team. Um, there might have been a love interest between the two, but with what I was looking into, I didn't see anything of the sort. But that doesn't mean that there could be a a chance that they could get together together and be together because like i said before that they can feed off of one another uh not only as being very very close with their past but now with their newfound powers they pretty much help one another they they hold each other up when times get tough and from what i've seen and what i've read it, it really does show which is really cool uh with so with that being said with guess another short podcast with this. Uh this is your main man Nick. Gonna sign off here the One Sharp Podcast. Um if you like what you heard, like, subscribe, tweet it, yeah, do whatever. Uh so with that being said, I will bid all of you a nice, a wonderful day. <laughs> Take care